It's just Jersey, man. We're a different breed. Place. Who doesn't want to win in Jersey? What's up, everybody? We are back. Episode 23, Breakdown from the Barn. Very special guest here today. We've got, we got first, uh, as always, greatest mind in wrestling, Eric Winock. And now we're going to bring here from Ewing. we got uh, Joey Galani here, head coach, the College of New Jersey. We, we talk about all the schools here, not just Rutgers. We, we talk about everything. We, we got some action. College of New Jersey, great school. Great, uh, great wrestling team over the ages. You know, how's it going, Joey? Oh, it's going awesome, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I love what you're doing. Just uh, bringing some excitement, more excitement to New Jersey wrestling and uh, can never be enough. So way to go. Yeah, yep. man. Jersey wrestling is where it's at, you know, and we, we want to cover it from top to bottom. We get it, get it all down. And we, we love the TCMJ. Um, always went to that tournament back in college. We know we had some history. We used to train back in the day, bunch of hammers out there in the Hornets nest at Upper Township back in the day. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, those days and who, who was down there in that room? We listened to the offspring. I remember your dad had that playing every time for whatever reason. Oh man, bad habit. Yeah, he's got some got some good stuff, some good memories when when uh, when we were listening to that music and still brings me back. But we just we had a a great rec program, and uh, I think I think it drew people in from just local you know local area, and we wanted to wrestle freestyle. I remember I remember back in the day, I didn't want to wrestle scholastic. I just wanted to wrestle freestyle because we were having so much fun. All you guys would come in. So we had Buna, we had Absagami, Ocrest, all kinds of all kinds of different guys, and the guys just wanted to get after it. So we would basically just run our rec program all year all, all year long, and, and we ran out of Upper Township Middle School. It was nothing, I won't say nothing special, but we rolled out the mats and we rolled them out and rolled them up every single night, and uh, just hard nosed practices and getting everybody together. So it was just a, it was a really cool meeting place, and it's so funny because we could never come up with a name for the wrestling team. Like we would go away and we'd wrestle these really cool teams. We'd wrestle, we'd wrestle wrecking crew and wrestle all these, all these different, but the Forster brothers, Eric, were the only guys to ever come up with, with the name for our club. And they wanted us to be called Galani's Vigilantes. <laughs> all right. And that was the name that they came up with and we didn't adopt it, but it's the only, it was the only one that really like, I was like, man, that's a really good one. And, and 30 years later, I'm, I still remember that. Yeah. And we were just, Oh, go ahead, Eric. No, I was gonna say you 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 need a good you need a good nickname. Go go right to John Forrester because he's yeah. he's gonna come up with it. Um, I'll say real quick, John. I'm sorry to go off script, but you had mentioned you know having a strong rec program, and as someone who manages the um, Westfield um, PAL wrestling program K through eight, you're you're spot on in terms of the importance. We're so caught up with with the club scene. How important having a strong youth program is basically to feed all the way to the middle school and the high school. And the last thing I'll say on that, John, is, you know, I always mention CJ Composto. I probably mention him on every broadcast, but he was speaking to the um, Beat the Streets guys in an interview in the offseason. And one of the things he mentioned is not just working with this club guys and Apex and all that stuff, but talking about how, how what a great experience he had coming through the rec program. So, you know, just hearing that, how important that is. And I think people lose sight of that. Yeah, yeah. And we were just chatting before we went live. I mean, we went down to that Potomac Cup and there were some hammers on that team. You had, you know, the Bridge Brothers, the Galanis, um, a lot of guys, uh, you know, from from Buna, you know, we talked Louie and Duhar, uh, the Castellinis and uh uh, you know, we won, we, we won that cup, but we were mad. Remember, I remember that. They didn't give us a cup. That was messed up, man. We went, we went down there, busted them up, and came home empty-handed. But uh, we, we, know, we know in our hearts, uh, you know, we, we, got, we got it all. We got, every, we got everything. We took them for all it was worth. 
had Stone Cold Greg Austin. He's a, the seventh uh, most wins in Rutgers history. You know, 109 wins, that guy. Good deal. Who's, who's, who's second in Rutgers wins? Second is um, – oh, I should know this. He just got passed. Who's the second? I, I thought it was you. I thought it was you. And then – oh, 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 so You're fourth six. or fifth. You're just uh, – Rodman Ness is third. I'm, I'm, I'm six, man. I had 110. I had one more than Austin, you know. Do you have any eligibility list? Go out on the mat. Before our day, he was a tough dude. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't remember it right now. I'll throw it in the throw it in the notes. I thought it was you. I have been telling everybody. I was like John Forster had the had the wins lead uh, at Rutgers until until Ashnall broke it. Yeah. Well, you know what it was. I was always, uh, especially when I was a freshman or a sophomore, I spent a lot of time in that backside. You know, I would lose early and then I'd come back and take third. <laughs> racked up a lot of wins that way I uh, didn't get it done at the end of the year but um you know I think I, I needed to taper down a little more but but good times good times back there so um uh so you went back to the hornet's nest right you did a did a camp over there right tell us about that I heard I've been hearing about that uh this summer it was a good camp you went what's what's the South Jersey talent looking like so the last couple of years that's that's been you know, some of we just do two days, but it's been some of the, the the best memories that I've had in a long time, and I think that they've really kept up the the tradition there, and they just kind of passed it down to people who really care about the program. It's still a rec program, but they have um, they have like uh, a real hornet's nest enclosed in a case for the kids. They have all the trophies. They have old newspaper clippings. They have green lights out out in the gym, so when they have home matches, they can just flood the gym with green lights. They are really doing it up uh, and big shout out to, to Frank Zanino, who's kind of, who's taking the reins there and he's running with it. They, um, they, they host Friday night events and, and the kids are loving it. They're doing well in, in local stuff, but they're also going big time. They're, they're doing really well in, in big tournaments and, and doing a lot of traveling just like we did. So really cool to see that still going and the kids, the kids are having fun. They're working hard. So really, really enjoyed being back there. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, you mentioned the lights and everything like, you know, there might be some hardcore people like, oh, you don't need that. But it gets people excited. So anything you do to get people excited. You know, I remember when I was, uh, you know, sixth, fifth, sixth grade, I would go to district and I'd see the spotlight. And it just makes you say, hey, I want to be out there doing that. So anything you could do to add the excitement, I think is great. I like seeing, uh, seeing people throw the bells and whistles on there. I think it's good for the, good for the sport, good for the kids. Keep that excitement going. Absolutely. And, and, and real quick, Coach, why don't we talk about, because obviously we're talking about the, all this other good, great stuff, but the program that you're coaching, let's get right to that, because people think of Jersey wrestling. We talk about, obviously, Rutgers. We talk about what Ryder's done um, over the last several years, but there's so much great wrestling in, in New Jersey to begin with in the collegiate program. So why don't you give the audience a little bit about your program and where you're heading, all the good things that you guys have been doing? Yeah, so right now we're coming off, we're coming off a great year. We were 11 and 1. In the regular season, we had six national qualifiers, two All-Americans. Uh, probably the thing I'm most proud of was nine scholar All-Americans. It's the most we've ever had. And uh, we're, we're a highly academic college. So just the fact that we have guys achieving in the classroom and on the mat, um, uh, it's, that's really what I want for every single one of our wrestlers. And it's, it's not it's, you know, – I'm, I'm trying not to be cliche, like, hey, I really I want guys to do well. These guys are getting jobs. They're, they're working really hard at, at, at uh, getting better uh, – just they're working really hard in the room and they're, they're trying to get better at their craft. 
but they're doing it and taking classes and and just knocking knocking it out of the park. Like I love I love the way these guys are focused and we're trying to take little steps to just make them a, a little bit better. Uh, stuff like team tutor, stuff like uh, academic advisor, uh, the, the nuts and bolts. And I think I think it comes back to our culture. So I talk a lot about uh, what we want, the, what we want them to be like brother, brotherhood wise and, and uh, get them together for barbecues and, and doing that fun stuff. But I think uh, I think at the end of the day, the fact that they're that they're performing on the mat and in the classroom is, is probably the, the biggest achievement. Yeah, and the, the results have been there for you. And again, those those stats you're throwing out are tremendous. But to your point, listen, wrestling has a short window. Um, there's not an NFL wrestling. There's the international scene, but we know that's really for the elite of the elite. Some guys go MMA, some go other direction. So you're right. Being able to pr produce a full student athlete and get these guys just in the classroom as well as the wrestling room, how important that is. And one of the other things I think that helps kind of make that happen is not just at the top, but the staff itself. And I know you got a lot of great names on the staff. You got some Jersey guys. So why don't you talk to me about the assistants um, and how they kind of fit into that culture and how it all comes together. Yeah. It's actually like great time to, to bring that up. And we have, we have a graduate assistant. His name is Maziah Bethea, call May. And uh, he's a New Jersey guy. He's from Trenton, Mercer County. We talk about it all the time. He's uh, comes from Trenton youth wrestling and, and just a, a product of, of their system. We're super lucky to have May. He's a UPenn grad, but then he was their director of ops for two years. So I think he's 25, 26 years old. He's he's more of an associate head coach uh, in the graduate assistant position than than he than he is a grad assistant or even assistant coach. So we talk a lot about how we're doing things, why we're doing things, and uh, I always I always joke like we don't get a whole lot done when we're in the office, but uh, we're 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 like pushing the mountain slowly, and we are we are having those really tough conversations. And trying to trying to pinpoint how we're gonna how we're gonna how we're gonna climb. So uh, super lucky to have May. He's great on his feet. He's great in the room. Really really fun to be around. And um, he's been a great addition. He has one more year with us, so he's he's gonna be back this year. We do have a PA guy on the staff, which I don't know if you guys are okay with a lot of Jersey talk. And uh, I'm actually I'm calling you from Pennsylvania right now. We moved we moved over the border. Uh, it's it was so tough changing license plates, Johnny. I, I'll tell you what, man. It was. It was it was a dark day, but uh, <laughs> we got a PA guy, and of course, of course, he's our he's our top guru. Really, really tough on top. Uh, Council Rock North wrestler from Delaware Valley uh, College, De Delaware Valley University. Now, Tim Ambacher, uh, awesome guy, really mature. Just got his teaching uh, first teaching job in Council Rock North schools. He teaches special ed, and uh, he comes over every day at three thirty and and works out with the guys and travels with us the whole thing. Just uh, awesome dude to have around. And then uh, we got CJ Brucky. CJ's been, been like the life force of the team for like the last four years. He's he's all energy. If you ever met him, you you definitely uh, you won't forget it. He he kind of changes you when when you meet him. The life of the party, the life of the room, and uh, all those three guys just really good role models, right? They're they're the right guys to have around our guys, and they're the right guys representing uh, New Jersey wrestling. So I, I just feel like it. It has never has never been better, and uh, it's so much fun. It's the most fun I had last year uh, with a group of guys, and we're still going through COVID, right? We're still taking two weeks off for this or that. They were swabbing our noses every freaking day, but it was so much fun. We had a, we had a blast doing it, and uh, we beat some guys up along the way, and we definitely we definitely got some schoolwork done. So that was that was great.
Nice. And that's a, that's a top-notch squad you got there. Uh, you know, and, and you mentioned the academics of the school. I just, we just went through it. My stepdaughter just uh, went, went, went to choose her college and she landed on TCNJ, you know, and, you know, I was a Rutgers guy, you know, Rutgers was one of her lists, but, you know, looking out at the academics and being at a smaller school where she could concentrate a little more on academics, we thought that was a good fit for her. She, um, she's been up there two weeks now. She's, she's loving it uh, so far. So uh, definitely, definitely a top-notch school there. You know, I'm going to talk, I, I got to talk about it. It's just like, she's going to get a really well-rounded experience at TCNJ. She's going to do a little bit of everything. She's definitely going to go to school and, uh, and get a great degree. She's going to have internships. She's going to have different uh, job opportunities. Uh, she's going to get to have fun with her friends, be social. And then if she wanted to do a sport, absolutely could do it at a high level, but they got intramurals, they got wrecked. Like you're going to be active too. So uh, it's one of my favorite things about the college and, and it's a well-rounded experience for a well-rounded individual. And I think it's just a, a really healthy, a really healthy place. It, when you go there, John, like look around, you're not going to see like the cars bumping music with smoke billowing out, you know, you're going to see kids jogging around the, the, the two mile circle that they have. And it's just, uh, it's, it's almost all day, every day. So it's, it's a really cool, really cool uh, feeling to be there. Nice. Yeah, coach. And, and, and you raised some interesting points and kind of John's point of, you know, being Rutgers guys, you want to go to that school, but you're absolutely right. Not every kid is going to thrive in the same environment. Um, and I know my wife went to a small private school, Marywood Catholic school out in PA. Um, and she absolutely knocked it out of the park and, you know, just, just some people are good in that smaller setting. Some people are in a big, bigger setting. They get lost in it. So you're absolutely right. It's it's the environment. And I think a lot of young kids and even talking about wrestling programs, sometimes people end up in the wrong spot. And having kind of the experience that fits for you, I think is so critical. I think both of you guys are spot on that and on that point. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you guys are cranking out, you know, not only guys from the wrestling mat, you're cranking out some wrestler or some uh, actuaries. That's my other life, man, being an actuary. You're cranking out some actuaries there. Chris Lombardi and uh, uh, Chris Be uh, ben Benvenuto, they are smoking it, man. They're, they're doing good in the actuarial world coming from the TCMJ wrestling. So it's good stuff there. Yeah, no, no surprise that they picked a, a hard major and, and a hard career path. Those guys worked super hard. Uh, Lombardi, man, he, he was all – he was brute. He was brute. He would beat you up in a, in a drill. He would beat you up uh, in live, and he would just bring it. And then and Benvenuto just never quit. He was like a dog on a bone. So um, great guys. I'm so glad that they're with you, and you get to spend some time with them. We had great four years with, with each one of them. Nice, nice. Nice. So yeah, if you want to be an actuary, go to Trenton State. That's a, a good school. They, they crank them out. I, I work with some other Trenton State folks, you know, Andy Shaler, uh, Sarah Nudie and, and Alex Carrico. They, they rock it out in the park. You know, Trenton State is a, a good school if you're looking to go uh, for the math stuff too. So let's get John, what's your What's your stepdaughter going to study? What's she, what's she going for? Uh, she's going for bi biology, uh, possibly physician's assistants. Oh, cool. And she's in the bio, she's in the bio major. Bio major. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Tough schedule. Super, you know, super tough. Yeah. Super tough to get into. And then definitely one of the high level, high level majors. Very cool. Yeah. So it should be good. So let's get back to the wrestling talk. You know, you had, uh, you know, went out to nationals last year, six guys, two AAs. Uh, what do you see as a tra trajectory for this year? Well, we're bringing we're bringing back a lot. We're bringing in some really good guys too. I mean, I'm very excited. Obviously, I'm I'm supposed to be, but I can be. I mean, it's it's just awesome right now. So 
we, we have a uh, team lift tomorrow. It's, it's kind of like the kickoff. All the guys are, are hustling around, get their paperwork in and do, do this and that. And it, it, we can't train with them until October 10th. That's a division three rule right now. So October 10th, that's when we can, that's when we can get in the room. That's when we can work with them. And I would, I would say October 10th to March 15th, you don't really see a difference between our program and any other program in the country. We're going six days a week. We're, we're competing one or two times a week. And um, it's just right now that shoulder season, they kind of got to do their own thing. They're with the strength coach. We're not in there. We're not, um, you know, running those workouts and things like that. So captain's practices and those guys getting open mats and stuff. But I really like what I'm seeing. We had a, a really strong class of freshmen come in last year. And I, I know we're going to talk about them. But our leadership, our senior leadership is is just really special. And it is it is all Jersey guys. I would love to bring in some out-of-state guys. But right now we're all Jersey. And and from really special programs, really big traditional programs. We just had a guy from uh, South Plainfield graduate last year, a Passaic Valley guy graduate last year. They come from good coaching. We got Bridgewater Raritan. Uh, we got two guys from Bridgewater Raritan on our on our team. They were coached by one of our national champions, Mike Denver. And um, we're finding, you know, we're looking for character, commitment, and positive attitude. Those are our three values that we're looking for in our recruits. And it really seems to come from those traditional programs, those big programs that uh, are instilling those same type of values. And we might find, you know, a, a few guys at smaller at smaller schools and smaller programs in, in those little in those little perfect spots where the where the college is a great fit for them. But um, I like what we're doing. We're bringing back seven regional starters. We're bringing back four NCAA um, qualifiers, one All-American. I think it's seven scholar All-Americans and. We set our goals just a little bit higher from last year. We want to have seven at the NCAAs. We want to have three on the podium. Uh, we want to have 10 scholar All-Americans. So we feel like if we could just chip away at it, then uh, it's going to add up to be something real special. And, and I think this group can. Nice. That's awesome. And then last year, you know, let's, let's get into some of the guys. I mean, Mike Conklin uh, went to nationals, was unseated, came home with the trophy. You know, it got three years left, right? What, what, do, you, what do you think about uh, – you know, his plans the next couple of years. Yeah. Mikey's Mikey's a special dude. I think you're going to see him first. I think you'll see him stay at 49. I think he's really comfortable. He gets to eat all his meals. He gets to train, he gets to do schoolwork. So uh, we're not big weight cutting team. He fits that. He fits that 149 pretty well. He's long. Uh, he can build into it even more, get a little bit stronger. Dude never quits mentally tough. Like he just, he's mean, right? He's mean. He can, he can get some offense going on his feet. He can ride on top throws a headlock like he don't care Johnny like you you want him on the mat you want him on your sideline like you want him in a street fight too if there's a dark alley he's got he's got a headlock yeah and he I mean if he met he met you uh anywhere he would he would show you and he he would try and finish it too uh he's a lot of fun man he's a ball of fire and and we're having a lot of fun with him but but his boys like the guys that he came in with that's a really special group so um Another Tom's River guy, Ryan Rosenthal. He was a state place winner. I think it was at 113 or 120. Um, super talented guy. He's a lower weight. Kyle Nace, his dad was an All-American at Ryder. Uh, wow. Kyle's really coming into his own. He's a Howe wrestler, another big program. So um, oh, those guys down low. Then you got Mikey at 49. Nikki Sacco, who's a, another Bridgewater Raritan guy. He's at 65. Ryan Romaine, Princeton kid, Mercer County kid, um, hard-nosed ROTC. He's doing great for us. And then you got a 97 named Costantis. He's from uh, Pascac. 
and uh, really like what he's doing. Had hip surgery last year, but just that group, that that group when they're seniors, oh man, look out. Uh, it's really, really going to be good. Nice, nice. And then uh, coming back again, another uh, another guy, uh, Quinn Haddad, was in, uh, you know, ranked very high last year. Um, he's a senior, right? Looking to get on that podium. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on him? So Quinn's, Quinn's a fifth year senior and just a really, really neat kid. <laughs> like he, he, I think he's won almost every award that we've given. So we give, we give uh, awards out for character, commitment, positive attitude over his time at the college. I think he's won each one of them. If not, he's definitely in the conversation for all of them. He's the, he's the kind of guy that um, can go out and tech you just with a tilt. Right. But you wouldn't mind if he was talking, if he was talking to your daughter, like he's that kind of guy, he's the guy that you trust um, respectful young man and, and just a, a hardworking kid. So he's looking to go into law enforcement and uh, whoever, whoever picks him up, they're, they're going to, they're really going to step into it. He's a, he's a great kid. Caddy's great golfer. Caddy's in the summer. Uh, just, just went on a run with, uh, with a guy took second in a big tournament a couple of weeks ago. He's, he's got the club championship coming up and, um, just really love being around Quinn, looking forward to, to working with him this, this year and, and taking some steps to just to finalize his goals. And he doesn't have them just on the mat. He's got them, he's got them, uh, in the classroom. So he's a scholar, all American, but he's also got some leadership goals and some things he wants to accomplish and, and kind of leave his legacy, leave his stamp, uh, on the program, which is pretty neat not a lot of guys kind of they don't communicate that sometimes and, and he's been very upfront about that so I'm excited for him you know Joe I'm listening to you describe the lineup and it's not just the wrestling accolades that you're speaking to but you're going back to the culture you said you're trying to trying to build and you, know, you talk about you know this gentleman's going to law enforcement someone who you wouldn't mind taking out your daughter I mean things like that you hear that and, and you know you have some of these programs that that build it and they get some talent in there, but at, you know, there's some questions in terms of where the culture is going. And it sounds like to me that you're building, not just a solid wrestling program, but you got the culture go along with it. And that's exactly how you're describing these guys. And I think you were down the line, you know, Sacco, Kyle, you know, Mikey, anyone else in the program, anyone new that's maybe going to take the mat that we should be looking out for. Um, anyone else you want to highlight that maybe you haven't brought up, maybe, maybe a newcomer that, you know, we don't have our eyes on. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I got to talk about the rest of our captains real quick. We got the we got the double MSs at, at 57 and 65. We got Matt Sacco and Matt Search. They're they're blood brothers. They uh they're training together all the time. They're always getting something extra in. Always getting the extra lift. They're always getting some uh some recovery in. And and uh, great leaders. Looking forward to watching them. Matty Sacco had a really nice run uh, at the end of the year last year. The whole season actually really strong. Took second in the region. Then won a match. Big match at nationals. Beat a guy who no TCNJ wrestler has been able to beat at 157 or 165. The guy's beaten us for four years. And then we beat him when he was a senior at national. So um, Maddie wrestled great. It was so much fun and uh, just, just a hard fought, hard fought bout. And uh, Maddie search is like your all American, all American type of dude. Uh, always wants it, wants to get after it. fighter. Uh, Johnny, he's, he's going to fight a little bit. He's been in, he was in a fight last year. Uh, legit fight, not a, not, not a street fight. You know, he was in the cage and he trains with Austin wall, who was a state champ back in our day, um, up in North Jersey. He's a Mawa guy. So, uh, Maddie's, Maddie's doing real, real good with, uh, all his training and looking to be scholar all American this year. Yeah. Reed Colella. He's going to be a third year starter. He's going to be the first four time scholar all American. And he told us today, he's going to come back for a fifth year. He might be the first fifth time, five times scholar all American for the college of New Jersey. So, um, that's that's just a really cool thing, and uh, new guys. I'm 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 pumped about a, a couple of them. I'll I'll highlight Martinez, Alex Martinez, the Boundbrook kid. 
and uh, didn't place last year. Goes to, goes to New Jersey Freestyle States, wins it, knocks off a couple state place winners. Um, really talented, works out with Nestor Tafar. And um, I'll tell you what, we, we, we saw him a couple times when he was in high school. He'd come down to our, like, open room clinic. And I'm going, it's a high school kid. You know, I don't really have to wrestle him too hard. The next thing you know, I get taken down. All right, took me down once. I, I get up, take me down again. I'm like, what the heck's, what the heck's going on? I really got to turn it on for this kid. So uh, something special there, cooking with him. Uh, we got a kid named Cassidy from, from West Essex, Garish from DePaul. And um, that's just to name a couple. I mean, I'm real excited about all these guys. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm not even probably – I might not be saying the right names because the two national champs that we had, neither one of them placed in high school states. They're guys that just came in. They had fire in their belly, and uh, they wanted to get after it. So Mike Denver in 2012 was the best wrestler in Division Three. He was the most dominant wrestler in Division Three, pinned in the finals. And then Ryan Budzik was an unseated national champ in 2019 and just made a great run, but knew he could do it, knew he could do it his whole time and was riddled with injuries his, his career. But senior year, he, just, he went after it and, and got the job done. So um, any one of these guys could do it. They put the hard work in and have some fun and as stars align and you're, we're going, we're going good. Well, good but, stuff uh, there, Joe. We're going to be keeping an eye on those guys um, following yeah. the season, see how it pans out. So it sounds like to me, you got a room that's growing, that's getting better. Um, it's a good culture. So really exciting stuff going on. If we could pivot, I'm going to kind of bring it back to you because obviously one of the big news that we kind of brought out in the show when we had coach um, Goodell on here is talking about Joe Pollard. And obviously you guys have a history, okay, going back to Ryder. And obviously you guys spent a year together and then he went on kind of as an assistant. So why don't you talk to us about kind of your experience with Joe and most importantly, what we should expect out of him, anything you want to talk about, you know, Pollard and what he brings to, to wrestling, to New Jersey wrestling. So I was thinking about this and I want to ask you guys, have you guys ever worked out with him? Physically? No. John? Yeah, I never did physically. I see, I watched him coach, but never, never worked out with him. Yeah. The, the dude's an animal. He outworks everybody. He outworked everybody at Ryder. Uh, he outworked us when, when we were on the mat and he was a TCNJ coach. And I'm sure nothing's changed at Rutgers. So it doesn't surprise me at all that, you know, he's still in it and he's going after his dreams and, and he wants to be, be back on, in, you know, in the corner for, for Rutgers. And, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. I look up to him. There's a, there's a lot of really cool things and what he's done with Scarlet Knight wrestling club and, and the following that he has. I think that's, I think that was, you know, grassroots. He, he really built that up. And um, I don't know if a lot of people know that how much he gives back to team New Jersey. And that's a really fun thing. It, it's definitely, you know, a recruiting tool and, and something useful to, to uh, our craft, but I look up to that and I, I started getting into it because it was something I saw him doing, having a lot of fun with. And I was like, that's something that, that I really want to do. And, and Joey has uh, set the precedent for, for some of those things, you know, for me, open, open my eyes to a few special things like that. And uh, there's no one more deserving. Right. Uh, and, and there's no one more like more that's going to work harder while he's doing it and, and have fun with it. So uh, super happy for him and, and all he's accomplished. Nice. Yeah, I think everything you said there is spot on. I, I can tell you as someone who's gotten to know Pollard over the last several years, um, something I brought up with Coach Goodell, just his approachability is one of the best in the business. Um, he's just such a he's such a pleasant person that when you approach him and talk to him, it's so easy to talk to him. And you you touched on it too. I don't, I don't think people realize what he built on that Scarlet Knights wrestling club and the connections he's making, both at that level and just in Jersey, you know, across the board. I think he's a bigger name in, in Jersey than a lot of maybe the casual fan realizes it. So I think everything you said about him coach is, is is absolutely you know on target 
All right, good stuff. Uh, now, I'll, I'll, uh, we're going to wrap up here, but I'll end it with one question. Uh, what's one duel that you're looking forward to this year? What, what's one of, the, one of the top duels you're looking forward for TCNJ? So we're going up to the Armory in New York near Albany, and we're going to wrestle Castleton. And I'm excited to wrestle Castleton, but we're, we're, wrestling on, we're wrestling right next to Iowa. We're wrestling right next to Illinois, wrestling right next to NC State, Central Michigan, uh, Buffalo, teams like that. And I think giving these guys those, those type of experiences, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. We also got, we got Ithaca and Johnson and Wales coming to TCNJ this year. So a um, couple of really good home duels and, and a couple of good away ones. I think, we're, I think it's going to be a great season. National duels, too, in, in January. Can't wait, man. Nice, Joe. We'll be, we'll be watching out for you. Let's uh, hear that music going. Time, time to roll out for TCNJ. Make sure you guys are following them. Uh, make sure you're following the show. Check us out on, on uh, Facebook, on Instagram. Check us out on Spotify. Make sure you follow us. We've got a lot of great shows coming out. Jersey Wrestling. Uh, Roll Junkie, make sure you get our, our NIL deal with Roll Junkie, 15% off. Top Wrestling and Jiu-Jitsu Apparel, uh, Barn 15, and we're out. Good luck, Coach. Great job, guys. That's awesome. All right.